Whack Matters is brought to you by Audible.com. If you go to audibletrial.com slash whackmatters, you can sign up for a free 30-day trial where you can test out Audible's awesome audiobook monthly subscription service. Make sure to go to audibletrial.com slash whackmatters. Welcome to Girl Talk. I'm Marcus and Karsten. We're just curled up in, in our bed ready to talk to you guys about all of the issues that girls face in today's world. Number one being... Me. <laughs> oh, we got the intro for a try, which is good. Welcome to Tune In. This is the show where me and my uh, my esteemed colleague, Kirsten... The show where we review cartoons while snuggling in a bed. This is Tune In. This is the Whack Matter show where me and my uh, co-host... Karsten! Fernando. Car-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R
Uh, we also got Pokemon Indigo League. That's some good stuff. That's the like that's like the original series, right? I watched all of in. Ah, dude, I sound so bad. I hate you. Being sound sick. like you're dying. Uh, Ben Ten. That's good stuff. I remember watching that as a kid. Scooby Doo, where are you? I like how he has to specify Ben Ten and then like say two thousand five. Two thousand five. Because yeah. there's like the new Ben Ten on that's like on right now. That's literally Dookie. So there's Ben 10, then there's I Ben 10. I could fart into a microphone for literally a minute, and it'd be better than the Ben 10 show that's current. So there's, like, Ben 10, then Ben 10 Alien Force, then Ben 10 Ultimate Alien, and then the current one? Or was there one in between Ultimate Alien and... I think Alien there's another the... one after Ultimate Alien. And then there were just, like, a handful of movies, right? Yes. However, so... I want to do a thing, and I don't know if we can label it TuneIn, because I'm literally in the process of saying... We're not going to watch this Doctor Who thing for the sole purpose of it's not a cartoon. Like, we might watch it. I like Doctor Who, and I believe you do too. Yeah. So, we might watch it, but I don't know if it'll be on tune and ever. Indigo League, I had already thought about. I watched all of Indigo League, so... I watched most of it, and they started taking episodes off of YouTube. Uh, I watched it on Cartoon Network. I don't know if you can still do that even. I wasn't allowed to watch it as a child because... Same. That's what I mean. I mean, I watched it on the website, the Cartoon Network website. And I didn't even have Cartoon Network. Most of the stuff that I yeah. watched was bootleg. Um, so anybody who follows Whack Matters, if you go and you watch us uh, play Rock... Not Rocket League. If you watch us play Rock Band together, and if you watch us... um, There's an episode of the podcast where we talk about the boys and stuff uh being michael's in-laws me and then michael's two in-laws who are roughly my age and i've known like my whole life we watched all of pokemon indigo league in a week when they were out to visit talk about binge watching oh my goodness yeah it's like a couple hundred episodes we got scooby-doo where are you good stuff super good transformers are we talking i don't have scooby-doo where are you I have the other ones, or can find them. Nifty. Oh, so I'll have to get it. Then trans the Transformers. I'm, I'm assuming, assuming that's the original. original. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've seen the movie for that. I've never seen the actual show. Mm-hmm. So, I would be really interested in watching that one. And then Batman the animated series. Batman the animated series. Uh, I own all of it. Uh, that was my brother's Christmas gift to me. Nice. So, Michael gifted me a bunch of content. So, we're so really yeah, thank you for all of that, uh, Thomas. We really appreciate that you took time out of your day to, like, listen to us babble for 30 to 40 minutes. Yeah. And then he, he also, at the very end, he asked if we'll be discussing movies. We will be. As, like, a special episode kind As, of like, thing. special episode, yeah. Yes. <sighs> Excuse me. So, like, for instance. And also, we're really sorry that it took so long to respond. Yeah. I'm so sorry. And also just sorry we've been busy. Yeah. This is... Adulting sucks. You live far away, and the day that we have to record together is a weekday, not a weekend. Yep. So, like, all the content that I've been working on, minus Life As You Rate It, has been, like, just me working on it. So, I'll stay up late and do it. And then... Life as you rate it is a set record day, but we usually hang out as a family on Saturdays anyway. So. So it's kind of like a. So like it's just like oh yeah it's not really hard to find time to record that at all, um. As opposed to this, it's maybe like, you should just move to Omaha, dude. Also, it doesn't help that the busiest day I have at work is Mondays, but a very close second is uh, Thursdays. 
Yeah, it's my, usually my day off, so. Thursday is? Yeah. How about I just Carson describe my daily the Great life? Divide. Shut up. Okay, so basically the episode starts out where um, they're setting up base, our crew is setting up base camp. I mean, it's been so long, I feel like we should, like, talk about, like, we should, like, rediscuss who we're talking about. Nope. No. Listen they have the, pre- the power of the hey, internet. They hey, can just go and listen hey, to the previous episode. Hey, you, okay. Hey, you dummy. You dummies out there on the internet. Why don't you listen to other episodes of our freaking show? Don't be mean. Freaking just everybody's just so stupid. Why don't you why don't you go climb in the dumpster and hang out with Spencer? <laughs> Each episode of Tune In is usually recorded around just shy of an hour. Three. And I edit that down into half an hour. Because we either say something that's a little too edgy for the brand. We either Knives. say something... See, that was pretty edgy. Cliff, 90 degrees. Batman versus Superman. Corners. The end of a table. Yeah, you're not wrong. The Great Divide starts out with uh, Team Avatar setting up their camp and then Sokka and Katara get into a fight because Katara sucks. And so does Sokka. Essentially, it, no. Actually, no, Sokka's pretty logical. It's in the middle of the freaking summer in a gosh dang desert. And she's mad that he doesn't put the rain tarp up above the tent. It's called a rain fly. You're a rain fly. It flies down. You have a rain fly, if you know what I mean. The penis joke. Let's just try and not Pe- cut so penis. much. Yeah, so then they get into a fight, and it's like... Honestly, yeah, I guess Sokka was... Right. In Being the... logical. Yeah. He usually so, like, is. It's like set up. He usually is the one who's like making the logical decision and it's like actually yeah. makes sense. And yeah, I it's find like... myself siding with him more often than anyone else. Yeah. It's like it's set up for them to be like equal parts. Like, well, either one of them could be right. But no, for real, Super Sokka's right and she's not. Male ingenuity. So, oh, I can't probably have that in there. Sounds a little, sounds a little sexist. All hail the, all hail the dominant hey, race. Hey guys. I have a good a good bit you can do. Whenever you see something, um, instead of referring to things as sexist, act like you're dumb and refer to them as sexy. Well, that was super sexy. So, yeah, like, yeah, you still, like, when you want, like, just talk about how, like... Donald Trump is the sexiest man alive. Yeah, like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, so, like, just like in uh, the episode of Life Since You Rate It, me and Michael... Encourage you guys to wherever you see any promotional material for American Idol, you need to salute and don't reference it. Like, just start saluting. If you're watching TV, a commercial comes on, salute while the commercial's on. And when people look at you so confused, don't explain it or don't reference it at all. Just do it. Just like that, when you hear somebody <sighs> talk about um, sexism, uh, just just refer to it as sexy. I feel like that could go wrong really fast. Couldn't happen. So now you look stupid, don't you? I always look stupid. No, you don't, boo. Um. So, um, Avatar. His name is Avatar, right? Hey, we're watching the show Avatar, and the main character's name is Avatar, isn't it? Yeah, kind of like how Halo's about Mr. Halo. I do. I freaking love Mr. Halo. So Avatar, or so Aang is... Settles the score, he I He plays guess? Switzerland in this entire episode. Aang, essentially... And how... no one who listens to this show is old enough to understand that joke. I don't know how old Thomas is. Thomas is probably 82. I'm t- Thomas, if you're actually 82, 
I'm sorry. Hey, Thomas, as far as I know, you're literally the one person who listens to the show who's not Karsten or me. So <laughs> I just want to take a quick also like time out just to say thanks again. I know we already had this whole bit where not bit, but segment in the show where we talked about how thankful we were of you and how much like we really do love doing this. But also it's really hard to find time to do. But if people care about it, it makes it less hard. So I just want to say thanks again, because like, man, that. What a freaking, here's the thing, I remember that day that I actually saw the email and stuff, and uh, it was a bad day at work, but you know what made it a lot better? That somebody actually listened to our show, and liked our, just so much time and effort we put into this thing. Back to our show again. So, So, Aang is essentially playing mediator between the sibling rivalry. He just kind of jumps in, stays neutral, jumps in, and then it's like, hey, how about instead of fighting... You guys just quit being babbies. You stupid little babbies. And you just do it right. And by do it right, he means switch jobs. Like, it's like Sokka. You you go get the firewood. You get the firewood, and Katara, you put up the tent. So essentially, he he tells the woman to stay home, which it feels a little sexy to me. I don't. So I a, know exactly what you're saying, but it's still concerning. So then a bunch of uh, then a bunch of people from another tribe come, and well, somebody from another tribe comes named the the clean clean boys, um, come and he was like, "Hey, I'm saving the seat for the tour guide to walk us through the Great Divide," and then and the tour guide looks exactly, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. ah, sleepy boy, um, the um. The tour guide looks exactly like Aang's disguise when they went into the um, the Earth Kingdom of Amashu, Ima- the Earth City of Amashu, and um, but they didn't like make any references to that at all, and I was kind of disappointed. And then the dirty boy came, or the dirty boy whole tribe came, so they were like, "We're all here, so we get to go." And he's like, "But I'm holding the clean boy is like, hey, but I'm holding holding a spot." And the tour guide's like, "Well, I can't." I can't guide people through a canyon who aren't even freaking here, dummies. So, I'm out. And then the clean boys show up. And then they get into a big fight. And then Aang essentially is just like, Appa's gonna fly the old and the sick over. And everybody else will walk together. And they're just like, we'd rather die. And then he's like, shut up, idiots. This is the freaking one episode I like Aang in. And he actually- so far. Yeah. At least. I'm sure there's another episode I really like Aang in. Actually, we'll get to that next episode. But, um, yeah. I I like Aang in this one. Yeah. He's not actively super annoying like he usually is. He's so, 10. You're 10. Forget, you're right. Get, get dunked on, stupid, stupid, dumb idiot. So, they just, they go over the Great Divide and then they leave. That's it. They walk through the Grand Canyon. Oh, and sorry. they get attacked very, by giants. Sp- a very important things. thing is, right before they leave, they're told to uh, empty all of their food out. And yeah, they're not supposed to bring any food because it's gonna attract these giant crawler beasts that'll eat them if they have food. And they're called I can't remember crawl crawl boys. Crawl boys, yeah. So the crawl boys come in, and turns out the clean boys and the dirty boys both smuggled food into the canyon, and so because of that, the crawl boys. So essentially, the reason it is the clean boys are like. 
Yeah, well, the dirty boys... Or they're boys, like, well, the dirty boys are for gonna... sure going to bring food in, so why does it matter if we do? Because the dirty boys are going to do it anyway. And the dirty boys are like, the clean boys just think they were a bunch of freaking horrible dumpster boys, so, like, why would we ever try to act not like a horrible dumpster boy if the clean boy, like, if that's what everybody thinks of us anyway? Also, screw the clean boys. Bunch of preps. Narcs. Yes. Um... So then these giant crawler beast boys thing come in. The crawl boys. The crawl boys come in and they start eating everyone now and everyone's freaking out because oh no. They don't actually eat anybody, but they do attack you know, and for they break kids. they break the tour guide's arm. And the big thing about that was going on was the tour guide is an earthbender who would use his abilities <sighs> to help them across the canyon. Uh, help them across the canyon like he pulls out part of the pathway when they're going down the canyon, and then he breaks it when they get to the bottom. And then he was going to pull out a pathway from the canyon wall when they get to the other side, because he knows that uh, they're all on the run from the Fire Nation. They're all refugees, or seeking asylum in Oma- uh, not Omashu, Basingse. Yes. So he make he has to make it impossible for them to be followed. Otherwise, they could get caught by the Fire Nation, essentially. The but he can't nation. do that anymore because... His arm's broken. His arm's broken, and he can't earthbend. So he's ultimately useless and should be sacrificed to the Crawl Boys. Uh, crawl Boys don't like old people. They're a bunch of ageists. So, Agey. So, essentially what happens is Aang goes to yell at everybody. Well, everybody's fighting, and Aang goes to yell at them. <sighs> Oh, no. And he earth bends a whole bunch. Aang doesn't earth bend. Air bends a whole bunch. There we go. Got it in one. And <laughs> finds out that there's a bunch of food everywhere. And he gets mad at everybody. But then a bunch of crawl boys attack. And then they essentially uh, they gather up all of this stuff and keep it in bags and things. And then, and then they, they tie ride it to up. the snouts of the crawl boys. So the crawl boys chase it forward and they guide them up the side yeah. of the canyon while riding on their backs. And boom, they're safe. And then they throw the food back over the edge. So the crawl boys jump back into the canyon. And die. They kill themselves. Idiots. The last melon. So, um, then Aang goes on to tell a story about... Yeah, so basically we find out... Um, the previous night we find out why... The two cities hate each other. It's because um, the Dirty Boys founding, like, founding leader. They think was wrongfully imprisoned for 20 years. And then the Clean Boys, uh, well, yeah. so the Dirty Boys, um, the way their story goes is the Clean Boys leader had this magical orb thing. and he um, And he dropped it when he was mugged. So then the Dirty Boys leader found him, tried to help him, but then the the clean boy leader was like, no, you must take the orb back to my city. So the guy's just like, okay, and the dirty boy leader takes the orb back to the city, but then gets imprisoned by the clean boys and thrown, thrown in prison for 20 years. Then the clean boys say that what happened was the dirty boy guy just stole it and ran off. So that's why they imprisoned him. Which is exactly what happened. Screw those dirty boys. Idiots. So then so then when they're back up on top of the ridge, Aang just says, oh, guess what? Y'all didn't know this, but I'm 120 years old, and I, I knew those guys. Turns out, they weren't old men. They were actually twins. Babbies. They were, they were twins, and they were like small children. And the orb, the magical orb, was just a regular ball, and they were playing a sport. 
and he makes up this whole baloney story about the um about how it wasn't anything it was just a sport and then he didn't get imprisoned for 20 years he was just put in timeout for two minutes yeah for two minutes two years <laughs> that's one heck of some a some harsh parents <laughs> yeah he's put in timeout for two minutes so then yeah he just makes up something and everyone buys it and then later when it, once all the once all the villages have finally made, made peace and run off then Katara's just like wow what an amazing story and Aang said, yeah, any story can be amazing if you make it up. And I was just like, wow. That origin story is slightly less disappointing. Yeah, because you were... Carson was really bummed out by how dumb that story was. I was just like, if that's really what happened, I'm going to be super peeved because yeah. that's so stupid. He was going to be, pardon my French, but he's going to be so upset. But gosh, I was almost peeved. And then he wasn't. And then the episode ends. And this is like the only episode where Aang... Not the only one. This is the first episode where Aang is like pretty level-headed. And actually like how middling he is on a lot of issues and like things is useful and cool. <sighs> and he's just the best in this episode. He's the best character in this this specific episode. Yes. Uh, if you had to pick something that was, like, a big highlight of this episode to you, what would it be? Oh, probably the moment when, like, Aang gets the air moving really fast, and it's, like, super intimidating, and he's, like, yelling at everyone. That was cool. Um, I just like the animation styles they use. Oh, yeah. When so the they... dirty boy's telling the story, and when the clean boys are telling the story, they switch up the animation for the story. So, like, when the clean boys are telling the story, it's, like, a really polished, really nice, elegant animation. But then, like, when the, um... Dirty boys. When the dirty boys are telling the story, it's very cartoony. And I, I just like that a lot. I think it's cool when they do that kind of thing narratively. Mm-hmm. And I liked also, I thought both animation styles look cool. So, Yeet. Uh, we're going to, that's ep- that was the episode of Avatar. We're going to have a quick uh, word from our sponsors. sponsors. Take it away. What's the next one about? The next episode is called The Storm. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. So this episode kind of starts out where... Um, Aang is having a dream. And it's a really weird dream. He's kind of like flying around and... Oh no! Why am I like this? <clears throat> Why do I... And not... I'm back! So, uh, so like, Aang's flying on Appa and they're flying through the air and then Sokka shows up and he's airbending Aang's glider through the air. And then Katara shows up and she's riding a giant Momo through the air, and it's, like, kind of magical and really weird. And then Aang's just like, I love you guys! And then Avatar, not Avatar, um, Aang's monk friend, the guy who trained him. Oh, crap, what's his name? Monkeyatsu. Yes, him. I'm not going to try and pronounce that. Um... He shows up and it's just like, why'd you leave us, Aang? Why'd you leave us? And then Aang flies into a storm cloud and dies. Then he wakes up. And then... Um... So then they all wake up and it's like, stop messing with my calf muscles. Mm. Um, so then uh, the... Aang kind of just wakes up and everyone wakes up and then... Aang's just like, oh, it's, it's okay, guys. I just had a bad dream. Oh, yeah. No, so, that, so everyone wakes up, and Sokka, like, jumps out of his sleeping... Like, he, like, sits up in his sleeping bag, and he already... And he's, like, holding both of his weapons. Like, he was sleeping with them. Um, he's like, what, are we getting... 
Did we get um? Did he goes, we get did ki- we get captured? Did again? Did we get captured again? Which was very funny. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Oh, wait, how did you remember that? You were asleep. I was awake for most of this episode. Oh yeah, that's because that was before Danny left. Okay, I fell asleep a little bit while Danny After was here. After your special friend left, I fell asleep a little bit while Danny was here during the first episode, though. <laughs> so how much? Okay. So, so then it cuts to to the next morning. No, I was going to do the Fire Nation stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, I always forget about them. Yeah. Screw those guys, idiots. Nobody remembers the Fire Nation. Those those just a bunch of mean boys. So, what happened? Exactly. Zuko is... Oh. Zuko's being um, Zuko. No, so essentially, what's his name? Iroh's just like, hey, there's a storm coming. And Zuko's like... Quit playing your stupid game while we're on the show. Stop it. I wasn't playing. The game plays itself. So essentially, Ira's like, hey, there's a storm coming, and Zuko's like, and then they leave. (laughs) Wow, that was a 10 out of 10 Zuko impression. Yeah, I freaking killed it. Okay, but not gonna lie, I thought you were were still talking about what what Zuko was saying to Iroh. Hmm? Like, when you said, stop playing your stupid game, we're on the show. Oh, I uh, thought you were talking... Because, yeah, like, that then... totally makes sense, because I'm pretty sure in that episode, at that point, Uncle Iroh was playing his, like, checkers game. So it made 100% sense, and then it clicked. Oh, he's talking to me. Yeah, um... <laughs> yeah, then the show gets really meta because... when, like... When, like, uh, man, Iroh starts talking to Karsten, it was really weird. Because, uh, like, Zuko, because, like, Zuko's always telling Uncle Iroh to, like, stop playing his checkers game and get to work, isn't he? No. Well, not, not necessarily one time, get to work. There was, one, there was one time where there was an episode about that, but just one. You see, when I get this tired, my brain mashes all of that together. You remember all the other episodes of Avatar as one episode. Episode one, and then episode this. We're watching, this is episode... Episode uh, this. This is episode two right now. Episode two of Avatar. And then next episode, this will be. Then the next episode will be episode two, and this will be episode, part of episode one. It'll just join the, the collective. So, uh, essentially, Zuko's just really grumpy, of course, and then like always, yeah, they leave, whatever. Uh, and he goes, "No, we're still gonna sail sail this way, even if there's a storm, because screw the crew members on my boat." Yeah, he kind of just has a. A complete Richard moment. So then they realize... uh, So Aang and Team Avatar realizes they're out of food. So they go to the nearest town to get some food. And then they realize they're out of money. Yeah, after messing with all of the merchandise. Yeah, and the girl gets mad at him and kicks Sokka in the butt. And it's funny. So then... So then they get back on... There's a a grumpy sailboy and... And he's he... like, and like the whole time, like, what is wrong with me? Um, so like the whole time, uh, like this whole episode, like half of, half of everyone we meet is saying, oh, the sky's so clear. There's not a cloud in the sky. The weather's going to be great all day. And then the other half of everyone we meet is saying, no, I can just feel it in my gut. There's a storm coming. And the woman and the sailboy get into an argument, and he's like, no, this guy looks fine. So she's like, well, I'm not going to go out today with you, because I know that 
it's going to storm. And he goes, well, I'm fine. I'd pay anybody to go do what you would do, and I'll pay him double. So and then, then Sokka's Sokka just like, hey, him. I think the weather's going to be nice, and I need money, so I'm going to go with this guy, and we're going to get paid. Let's and, get this bread. And then the guy freaks out on Aang, and they... Because he, he's like, wait, you're the Avatar. You left us for 120 years. 100 years, exactly. And then... No, 20. 120. And then Aang because leaves. Because I said so. Aang freaks out and flies away, while at the same time, um, essentially, there's this, you see the storm approaching at this point, and Zuko is making everybody... Work harder. Work harder, and then he gets into a fight with the lieutenant, essentially, and, um, and then Iroh breaks it up. Yeah, before it actually turns into a fight fight. And then we get a fun flashback backstory episode of how... The, main protagonist of this season and the main antagonist of this season and it's good it's dope cool and good Ooh, nice legs heck yeah dude i got a little toasty just now so i had to take off the blanket i'll take that then are you not are you cold no i just can always use more blankets it's just in life yeah you can never have Ooh, it's all warm now i like it so um what hey so i got an idea you yes. do uh, Aang's backstory, and then I'll do Zuko's backstory. Okay, so I'll take the okay one, you take the cool one. Sounds good. Yeah, suck it. Okay, so, um, and, like, the way they go between these is cool, because, like, it's not like they tell one backstory at a time. They, like, do, like, a scene from one backstory, and then switch over to the other person's backstory and do a scene from that one, and switch back and forth, and it's really cool and really well-timed, actually, and I appreciated it. Yeah, uh, I remembered not liking this episode. Well, I remember liking this episode, but then when I was watching it, I remember being like, oh, it's just a storm. I don't remember what happens. And then I remembered what it was. I was like, oh, yeah, this is a good one. Yeah. So, basically, Aang's story starts out. He found out. So, normally, um, the uh, airbender monks had decided that they would tell Aang who he was when he turned 16. But they realized that the world was changing and there was a war coming, so they had to tell him sooner to prepare him for the war. So they... And Aang's super salty about this whole thing because uh, it kind of... Ch it changed his whole life. So one day when he was out playing with his friends, the other kids at the, at the temple, uh, the old monks approached and pulled him away and told him, hey, guess what? You're the Avatar. And... And and he was like, wait, what is, well, I, I am? And so then all his friends found out, and his friends didn't want to play with him anymore because they felt like, because all of the games that they play required you to be able to bend, and they all thought that Aang would have an unfair advantage since he's the Avatar, and he's just like, come on, guys, I'm still with the same Aang. Uh, and they're just like, nah, it's, it's, you just, you're the Avatar, and you got an unfair advantage, and they just, and so he loses all of his friends, so then he's stuck spending all of his time with, um... Mokiyatsu. Yes. Um, and... Which isn't necessarily bad, because the guy's like a father to him. Um, uh, but then... Um, but then the other monks decide that uh, Mokiyatsu and Aang are spending too much time together, and uh, it's causing Aang to not be able to focus on his training to become the avatar... Like, to successfully be the avatar so they decide that they're gonna send Aang away to the southern air temple and 
And she's just like, no, I don't want to go. So he runs off on Appa and then gets stuck in a storm and crashes into the ocean, goes all Captain America, gets stuck in an iceberg for 60 years, and then he's found by the Avengers. That would be a fun crossover. Do, 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 do. Loki never do, saw it coming. Do. Um, so you could say he was blown away. So we got, we got a really fun backstory not fun sad kind of yeah it's very depressing but uh we get a backstory of zuko when he was younger actually in the fire nation so zuko essentially realizing that he's going to be the the next ruler ideally of the fire nation of the fire nation We are slowly falling apart. Yeah, excuse me. Realizing he's going to be the next ruler of the Fire Nation, he wants to go into a war council meeting with the rest of the uh, generals and whatnot. And the guards will let him in, and then Iroh essentially is like, hey, if you promise to be quiet, I'll let you in. So Zuko follows him in. And also, real quick, just mad props to the voice actor of Zuko. Because, yeah, seriously. Like, he has like this really like angsty, angry voice that he's been using like the whole show to do Zuko because of who Zuko is. But then, like, during this flashback, he sounds like... A happy child. ...so much lighter. It's really good. And, like, I Like, it's so distinctly the same voice, but the inflection and the whole tone of how he's speaking is with such a lighter tone, which is really cool that he's able to do that and such a good job. So, mad props. Yes, I could never do that. So... Essentially, the War Council is talking about how they're going to sacrifice a bunch of new recruits uh, so that they can take some Earth City. And he essentially is like, you, that you're going to kill all those guys? Like, you can't do that. Zuko stands up and speaks out of line. And then... Like I just did. The Fire, na- uh, the fire Lord, which I like how they do this thing where you never hear the Fire Lord speak and you never see his face to the third season. Mm-hmm. Ever. It's really, I think it's just neat how they do that. Intentionally so. And then... They ended up get they end up getting Mark Hamill to voice him for season three. Oh, I can't wait! It's really good, which is gonna be so much longer because we're done with Avatar for a minute while we're done with this. Oh, don't think season. I'm not gonna watch it my on my own time. Yeah, that's fair. It's so good. I freaking love this show. So, Aang then, not Aang. Sorry, Zuko then has to fight, um, because he disrespected that guy. But he didn't understand. He actually has to fight his dad. And then you essentially learn that... uh, He refused to fight. He refused to fight. And then his dad branded him and banished him. And that's why he has a burned eye. And that's why he can't go back. And that's why he has to find the Avatar. Because it's the only way he can have redemption for that. I must regain my honor. It's just sad. Yeah. It bums me out, kind of. Yeah. Alright, take it. Okay, so then the storm comes in. Oh, that's your arm. Uh, so then the storm comes in and uh, starts wrecking everything. Uh, um, so Katara and Aang are stuck in a cave trying to wait out the storm. And the old lady shows up and is like, Help! My husband has not returned from his fishing trip. They're in danger. I need help. So Katara. Also, and... I forgot to mention that that, that sail, sail boy was just so sexy to his to his wife at the beginning. 
That sounded really weird. Yeah. Uncomfortable! Sorry, go ahead. I was like, I get my joke in there. Yep. Um. <laughs> all right. Uh, so... <clears throat> Where was I? Oh, yeah. So Katara and Aang decide, okay, you know what? Storms are air and water, so it makes sense for us to go. So they go. They get onto Appa, and they fly off into the storm, and they find the boat. But guess what? Surprise, surprise, it's not the boat they're looking for. It's the Fire Nation boat. And all of the crew members of the Fire Nation boat are just like, Zuko, look, it's the Avatar. And Zuko's just like, eh. Let him pass. <laughs> and so uh, at the moment, the um, the storm is also doing a number on the Fire Nation boat. And it's threatening the lives of some of the Fire Nation crew. And Zuko's like, oh no, my people. And so he does care. Yeah, so he does actually care. He's he's all bark and no bite. So he, uh, so he saves his crew and it's just like, eh, the Avatar can wait. My crew is more important. I'll save the... I'll I'll find the avatar some other day. I'll save my crew members now, and it's it's kind of a sweet thing, sweet little moment. Um, so yeah, Aang flies off, and it's just like, hey, we actually got past. Then they yeah. find the real boat, and save, save everybody, ev- save everyone on board, and then Zuko's just like, okay, now get the avatar. But then they don't get him because he's the protagonist and he's got plot armor. Um. Yeah, so then he Then makes... it ends. Yeah, then the episode kind of just ends. On a good note. And the next episode's really cool, but that's next, next week. T- <laughs> next week, you mean next month. No, we're going to do it next week. No matter what, boys. Honestly, we could probably record, like, after con. Is the con next week? Yeah, the con's next week. Crazy, dude. Yeah. My dates are all out of whack. Because it's the 28th, the 29th, and the 30th. You're the 28th, 29th, and the 30th. Boys. What does that even mean? So yeah, like, if we really wanted, we could probably just record after, like, since it's, since it's Ocon, it ends at a specific time. It's not like a party con where they're, like, all night, where it goes all night. And you just kind of leave whenever. Like, we can, like, after the con record. So I want to thank you guys for listening. Yeah, that was way off topic. Okay. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> This is a lot of work, and I'm really sorry that we haven't been... If uh, any of... Are you going to put this up, like, this week? Yeah. If any of you are going to be at Ocomicon, try and find us. We'll be there. Heck yeah. Listen Um, for our voices, since we don't have a video podcast yet. We'll do Uh, a video at some point also, some point I mean, I suppose, if you find Marcus, you'll probably find me. Yeah. And you guys know what Marcus looks like. Because we're best friends. And then... So we're going to be at Ocon. You can have a booth? We are not. I don't think Mike. Michael was in charge of that, and I don't think that he. Ended Sick. Up to you do can that. spend the whole time with me. <laughs> yeah. So. And Ian. Well, there's not a ton to do at Ocon anyway. You just kind of walk around a lot, find people that are dressed as characters from the same thing as you, and take pictures. Yeah. Or spend all of your money. All them dollars. So essentially, I'm not just, even bringing my wallet. I'm just gonna bring cash. Yeah, and then when exci- I'm out of cash, I'm out. Get excited for Ocon. I am excited. Actually, I'm really excited. I my costume is not done yet, and I'm panicking. Yeah, so you do need to leave. What? Where was I? I don't remember what we talked about. We just started room. talking about the convention. Oh, so um, feel free to donate. There's a donate button, or- but also if you want to give us money and like. A way that you feel like you're getting something more out of it. 
Find us we at got, the con. Give it to merch. us in person. Yeah, so we can say thank you. No, uh, we got merch up. Me and Michael are in the uh, stages of also, like, testing out some prototype merch that will hopefully be up on the store soon. I'd buy it. Heck yeah, dude. Both of it is good. I'm just waiting for that underwear, though. We are going to get und- undies. We're going to get... S- we got sweaties already. We're going to get undies, though. Um, We're going to get... Uh, scarfs we're gonna get um, what about socks no socks we are gonna get pantyhose uh, we're gonna get tight uh black matters lingerie we're gonna get steering wheel covers i'd wear it a steering wheel cover no (laughs) don't die my dude dang it i'm dead i've been dead for years this is the end of the show. I want to thank you guys for listening. And um, literally, I promise you guys next week, uh, you'll be able to tune in next, next time. time. Yeah. Uh, we're doing yeah now? Dang it. Hold on. Remember when we did the Pokemon thing? Yeah. Let's see if we can do it first try this time. I, who's that Pokemon? Pika, it's Pikachu! It's Clefairy! Dang it! <laughs> I wanna be the ve- what Pokemon thing are you talking about? Because I don't um, remember a Pokemon thing. To what's the Team Rocket thing? Prepare for trouble and make it double. Karsten. No, that's the ending. Prepare. To protect the world from devastation. To unite all peoples within our nation. To denounce the evils of truth and love. To defend. To extend our reach to the stars above. Karsten. Marcus. Team. Us uh, blast off at the speed of light. Surrender now, prepare to fight. Whitaker, that's right. <laughs> we should have now you gotta insert your dog barking or something. Uh no, he's been doing that the whole episode. Then just like Thanks for listening to the podcast that we produce here at Wagmatters.com. Just in case you didn't know, we have a lot of different shows running right now. There's Life's What You Rate It, where me and my brother Mark rate everything on a scale from one to ten that exists in the entire universe. Tune in, where Marcus and his friend Karsten talk about cartoons and their value for people of all ages. Of course, Whack Tracks, where me and a bunch of friends make commentary tracks for whatever shows or movies we might be into at the time. And our newest show on the network, The Music Matters, where my friend Trevor creates a discussion around all the matters relating to music. If you'd like to support the content we make here at WackMatters.com, please go to WackMatters.StoreMV.com and check out our merchandise section. We sell t-shirts right now, and there's more merchandise to come. Even if you don't want to buy a t-shirt, there is a donate button at WackMatters.com that you can use to support the content that we already make and to help fund creative ideas for the future. Additionally, this podcast is also brought to you by Audible.com. If you go to audibletrial.com slash whackmatters, you can sign up for a free 30-day trial with audible.com where you get to listen to a free audiobook of your choosing and can continue subscribing for an awesome audiobook content subscription. Remember, that's audibletrial.com slash whackmatters. We love you all and hope you will continue checking out the content we make here at whackmatters.com. Have a great day.